Not that I've watched any ASMR videos or anything. <laughs> the best ASMR video I found was um, called Dr. Phil Kills You in the Woods. <laughs> that sounds amazing. It was, except for the gunshot it. at the end, will like <laughs> scary. <laughs> I don't know what to do with any of that. But I want to think about it every day, like the next week. I left. I, I don't. I left my notebook upstairs. I don't want to go get it. So I want to tr- do my best on the intro, memorizing it. This is uncharted territory. But okay, it'll be all right because it'll be like it'll be like those those things that you buy that are there's imperfections in them, so you know they're good. Like from you know they're genuine glass <laughs> bubble. <laughs> okay. I want to go ahead and start after 22, off. After twenty two episodes, he goes solo. Here we go. <laughs> Hello, I'm Freddie. I'm Matt. I'm Ashley. And I'm Jordan. Welcome to the Possible Spoilers Podcast, where our combined powers of clairvoyance may or may not be enough to spoil the stories that you're looking forward to. Oh, so Ladies and gentlemen, that was the inaugural solo flight of Freddie Brindle doing the opening for Possible Spoilers. Spitting some sick bars. Yeah, wherever you're at, just like pull over, just drive with your knees and just clap. That was beautiful. (laughs) Where did I get wrong? No, I don't think, I think you, didn't you get left anything out wrong. the upcoming stories you're looking for. Stories uh, that you're looking forward to. Not yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I, 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 I want It is honest. important because that's our whole thing. Is like we can't possibly have seen or played these things because they've not come out yet. Yeah, I guess that's true. true. With the exception of all the remakes and and remasters. And well, stuff. Yeah, like we're with the exception tonight? of tonight, <laughs> the upcoming story that you might or you or might be looking forward to, but you've probably already experienced and to some degree, is the remake of Final Fantasy VII, which has been delayed until the third Horseman of the Apocalypse appears. But they're still working <laughs> on it. They still have people in the studio trying to make this happen. And just so we are abundantly clear. As old and iconic as this game ends, much like Dragon Quest, I'm seeing a trend in myself here, guys. So just, you know, poke away if you have to. But um, my knowledge of Final Fantasy begins and ends with Super Smash Brothers <laughs> and the Cloud Fighter in there. So I'm probably going to talk about his hair and his sword tonight. And that's really the extent of my experience when it comes to any Final Fantasy, but specifically Final Fantasy VII. The extent of my knowledge is all from Kingdom Hearts games. I really know nothing either. I'm it's it's kind of it, it's kind of missing from my street cred as a nerd because yeah, that's how I feel. It, it's really ubiquitous. Final Fantasy VII. I've heard about yeah. it my whole life. I've seen about it my whole. I've seen it my whole life. I've seen things from it. I play Cloud and Smash <laughs> Brothers. I have two Cloud Amiibos, but I, I've never actually played the game. I, I I know nothing really about it whatsoever. You're a pretender to the throne. Uh yeah, really. Um as a as a kid, like I had I, I'm I'm what I'm pretty sure is like an instinctual knowledge of Cloud and Barrett. Barrett's his yeah. name. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like I, I knew they existed. I knew what they looked like because I would draw them constantly or at least like little versions of them that I could draw. Like big muscular guy with Gatling gun for a hand, and then like a blonde twonk with a giant sword. <laughs> like I would draw them, and I knew their names, and I knew what they looked like, but I didn't really know anything else about them at all, really. No, I think you're right. That's one of the things, and I don't know. Again, I really don't know why I never really approached these games. I don't know if it's just because I won't say it's because they didn't appeal to me, because they do. Like I'm, I'm, I'm interested in this one. I'll probably want to play it, and it's, it's. It's almost one of those, like, when you cross that threshold, there's no going back. It's one of those things, like, is it the game that I wish I could go back and play for the first time type, you know, type situation? But I think you're right. It is so ubiquitous. That's a very good word. And those characters transcended the medium from which, from whence it came. That is, I don't know, it's hard for me to reconcile in my mind that, oh my gosh, this is actually a very important game. I should probably play it at some point. <laughs> they seem to exist as characters more than anything else. Yeah, I, I want to be honest. I probably couldn't finish it because I'm pretty sure every JRPG, every turn-based JRPG I try to get into, I get about 25, 30 hours into and then stop. I just can't 
go on. Once the tutorial's over? No matter how good they are, yeah. I think my problem growing up was I thought the Final Fantasy series was a serial and that you had to play them in order. I didn't realize they were like completely yes. different stories every time. So it's like when I was in high school, they were on like Final Fantasy 12 or something. And it's like, well, I'm not going to start now. <laughs> That's like 11 games I got to play. Yes. <laughs> So, but and yeah. actually, more no, than that, because there's like right. 10 2 and 10 X, and I don't even know. But I think you're absolutely right, Ashley. It, it intimidated me because mm. that was so much bigger than anything I'd ever approached. There's like Super Mario Brothers 2. Okay, cool. <laughs> and yeah. It's not related to anything. That's That was the extent of my knowledge. And so I think you're right. It was very intimidating to approach that. It was so much bigger than anything I'd ever played or thought of that, you know, it seemed so, so unapproachable in a way. And yet, here we are. On the uh, what what might may quickly be the eve of of this game coming out, it comes out on in April tenth uh, uh, as of this recording, anyways. Um, That's really it, optimistic. Yeah, yeah. Well, Square Square Enix, if you follow Possible Spoilers on uh, Twitter, which you should at Possible Spoils, uh, they they have been a little bit coy. They they've said that they're still planning for an April tenth release, but they aren't entirely sure. You know with with things going on um but they're still planning on an april 10th release as of right now and we're recording this on, on the 18th of march it, it's really month. it's really interesting to hear you all say that like this series intimidated you because uh i i can't confirm this but i've always heard that europe had the same thought as well they they also thought there were like six other adventures that like Cloud and company had went on in addition to that. And they were like, how come we didn't get any of the other Final Fantasy games? Because um, Final Fantasy VII is kind of where the series gets its big, you know, uh, push as far as it was popular before. And then Final Fantasy VII like pushes it over the edge. And suddenly that is the cutting edge of technology on the Sony PlayStation way, way back in the early days of 1997. So it took a Studio 7 tries to get it right. Uh, well, I mean, they, they had plenty of successes before, but this was the one where, like, everyone, kind, kind of like Ocarina People of Time. People started to take notice. Yeah. Okay. It, it, it's right, like Ocarina of Time for Zelda. Like, there had been good Zelda games before. There had been really popular ones. But 7 came along at, like, that moment in the cultural consciousness where it was like, okay, now this is a thing. Yeah, and maybe it is something with the name because, like, Ocarina of Time was the first Zelda game I played, and for a good while, I thought it was the only one. I was just, it wasn't until I was, like, looking in the back of the strategy guide or something, I was like, oh, there's other games. <laughs> I didn't know that. And there's something to be said, like, this is the first Final Fantasy that's released on the PlayStation console, so it's kind of like the the first entry point for a lot of gamers getting into the PlayStation console era. Mm. It's, it's also one of the, it's hard to remember, but it was one of the cutting edge visual standout pieces of its time. The, the whole idea of like full motion video pre-rendered cutscenes was really like pushed over the edge with final fantasy sevens graphics. It, it, the graphics of final fantasy seven blew a lot of the competition out of the water. I think we do have to go back just to look and realize that th how cutting edge this was. I think we really take it for granted now. In an age of remakes and remasters and an insane level of polish, I think we do have to remind ourselves as we approach this particular piece, you know, specifically, that this was the height of technology and game making and innovation when it was mm -hmm. released, and that totally changes how we how you look at this. Much in the same way that the remake is also going to be sort of cutting edge as well. You know, it's it's going to push the limits of the PlayStation 4, you know, sort of sort of as far as it can go, and the Xbox later when it gets an Xbox release as well. Wow. Yeah, it did look super good. Mm -hmm. Oh, it looks amazing. It plays I mean, really hair. smooth, too. I will have to do that sometime. You have no no reason not to. It's, it's super fun, Matt. Oh, I believe it. I it really do. That's your homework for this week. The homework of this episode. Aw, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I will say I, I I enjoyed the demo. I do think that if I were to play the remake, I could actually... I know I said about JRPGs before, but I do think I could finish it because it's it's not turn-based. It's a little more action-packed. a little more fun with it. I guess the only thing about it was it was, like, super hard. Or I'm just... Or I just suck. 
because I, I was good situations. I, I was sweating playing uh, <laughs> against the boss of this demo. Yeah, it's it's tough. Um, it's it's also a little bit tougher. Well, no, I would say a lot tougher than the original as well. So it it looks like they're really trying to push the idea. They're they're sort of emulating not one hundred percent, but it does feel a little bit akin to something a little bit more like a a Dark Souls or a Devil May Cry sort of situation where you've got like this action. Uh, character action piece as opposed to you know more of this menu based turn based combat so it's it's a very big change for the series as well except you have to except you have to pull up the menu and use items and spells from a yeah. turn from like a turn based menu in real time so basically you're playing you're playing the whole game as the dragon quest hero from smash yes yes and so while you're trying to heal up barrett because he's down because he's Bad mouthing you and trash talking you while he's got like one health because he's been <laughs> face tanking like lasers. You yeah. guys, this is stressing me out to hear it. Like I don't, <laughs> I, am I still supposed to go play this demo? I am so stressed already. So while you're trying to open the menu twelve times and feed him eleven potions, he's <laughs> he's trash talking you and you're getting a, a rocket shoved up your left, left nostril. <laughs> <laughs> Cloud does have a very nice nose. I, I should mention. Because <laughs> and that that does kind of bring me to my first prediction too, if you'll allow me to do that Go segue, for it. which is that the amount of trash talking that Cloud and Barrett do back and forth in this demo. Because again, I know nothing about this game; I don't know where it's going at all. But like the amount of trash talking they do back and forth, and the amount of like just um, absolute like venom they spit at each other, makes me think there's no way that by the end of this game they have not forged a. Rep- a romantic relationship because <laughs> there's so much sexual tension. N- nice thing. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, you did notice how much Jesse is uh, is after Cloud, so to speak, in this game, right? Well, I noticed that. I noticed that she was impressed, but that's kind of another prediction uh, of mine about why she was impressed. I mean, I can tell you 100% why she's impressed, but I'm, I'm uh, curious to know what you think. Well, my <laughs> theory... He's on. Well, she gets really impressed when, when basically the rocks are falling and everyone's dying, or, like, the, the building, building is exploding, and he, like, jumps up the rocks, which is, the you know, the ultimate anime move, jumping from, like, piece to piece of falling debris. Yeah. Or Legolas. Yeah, or Legolas. We don't talk about that. Legolas is an anime character, we know it. Um, oh, okay, now hold on. You are, like, really saying some things with your mouth that could be taken the wrong a, way. A lot of Lord of the Rings fans are very angry right now. Triggered. <laughs> but, uh, and she's super impressed, but that, that moment, for, it made me, you know, they talk a lot about how, was it Shinra was the company? Yeah. Shinra Electric. Company. Energy... Company. Okay, Shinra Electric. Yeah, I, that makes it sound so weirdly normal. <laughs> like, I want to get an email from Shinra Electric telling me what my, what my bill is tomorrow. <laughs> but I'm going to try to pay with my card, and they're going to be like, like this expiration date was wrong, so your payment's late. You got a late fee, and I'm going to be like, it's not my fault. You changed my expiration. Anyway. Um, LAUGHTER <laughs> Uh, so they they talk a lot about how Shinra how he used to work for Shinra and he was like a Shinra like guard before I guess he defected somehow and joined them or he he's he's a mercenary now I guess because he's he's with them only because they're paying him yeah he's 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 an ex-employee of Shinra um who is now working for the the avalanche group so back to my original prediction is that I, like she seemed really impressed by what he did. So it's something so it made me think it was something that she didn't see every day or something she wasn't you know super used to. So it made me think that he might be some kind of like Captain America type. Like he's like a, a mm-hmm. an experiment, a super soldier or something that they made, and he's he's busted out and escaped. Like there's something special about him or something different about him. Like he's like some kind of like Captain America, or it's the hair, yeah, the sword. Just it's like imagine the scene from Captain America where she touches his abs, but instead she like touches the end of his hair. 
And he's like, oh, and he, like her fingers bleeding. Man, if it's the same energy though, that would be wildly uncomfortable. Like the way that she looked after she touched to Captain America's peck. Can you imagine that? Like the, the the glow in those eyes as she touched the hair. That would be wildly uncomfortable. Oh, Jess, Jesse would see... love to get a hold of Cloud. If that's the case, I just want to know what Cloud's <clears throat> hair looked like before he went into this machine. So I mean, you're saying he wasn't born this way? If... Well, not if he's like a super soldier and like Freddy's implying that they changed his hair. Oh, yeah. So, like mm, that was either a side oh, effect or the hair gives point. him power. So yeah, like before oh, like Shin mutated him, he had like a bowl cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and an overbite. <laughs> Yeah, he goes into this machine and comes out anime sword boy. I love spiky it. He hair. comes out with the sword. He didn't go in with the sword. Yeah, the sword just spontaneously appears. No, he went in with a kitchen knife. He <laughs> came out that. The, even the kitchen knife got roided up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the reason he can lift the sword is because it's a physical manifestation of his soul, Mom. <laughs> Quit asking. <laughs> Pay get, your, get your bleach lore out of here. <laughs> Educate yourself. Sorry, I was just really tapping into. A, a, it wasn't my mom, but it was my biology teacher who poked fun of my bleach shirt because Ichigo shouldn't have been lifting that sword. <laughs> not according to biology, anyway. <laughs> to biology, not biology, not physics. Boy, soul pressure. Yeah, yeah soul pressure. <laughs> Ichigo in biology could be an entire master's thesis, but that's another podcast. <laughs> My dog wants to be part of the podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to stay quiet until he quits barking. He's got stuff to say. How dare you? Let him in. <laughs> Sounds like he's got opinions. The neighbors I will not be silent. He's got to join in. So the neighbors well, are yeah. listening to the podcast. Everybody wants to be a part of possible spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> So, following on Freddy's question, do you all mind if I like uh, if I ask you all a few questions since you are uh, not familiar with the the plot, or do you all have oh, this, stuff that you want to? This, this ought to be good. This ought to be good. Go for it. So, I'm curious. Just kind of like Freddy's been saying, I, th- I think Freddy's putting some good stuff out here. I'm curious, based on the the trailers and the demo, what do you all think the plot will be? Because I don't, I don't think we've addressed this. I've played the original game uh, before, um, so I I know what the plot theoretically is going to be. They are revamping some stuff. They are retooling some stuff. New characters have been added. I'm pretty sure they're going to be editing some of the plot details in the remake from the original. But long story short, like I, I I've played the original, so I know more or less like where the story's probably going to go. But I'm curious for you all, just based on what you all know about this game, like what, where do you see the plot developing for this game? I don't know if there's a plot that I can, again, I know, and we, we've talked about this before, Jordan, there's one word that I know, and for some reason it just was connected to Final Fantasy VII, that's eco-terrorism, and that's right, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, uh, and, and that's essentially where the, the demo begins right at the beginning of the game. Okay. So it's it's essentially a you're you're essentially on a, a mission. You've been hired uh, as Cloud. You've been hired by the eco terrorist group Avalanche um, to essentially uh, like conduct a a spat of eco terrorism against the Shinra um, Power and Electric Company. Okay. Um, the the Avalanche group they're like a mix between freedom fighters and eco terrorists. To, to infiltrate this thing called the Mako Reactor. And you can kind of think of it as kind of like an oil rig. Like, Shinra's built the Mako Reactors to harvest energy from the planet. They process that, and they distribute it to the citizens of Midgar, which is the city that this is taking place in, and that produces electricity for the city. And the leader of Avalanche is convinced that Mako Reactors are harming the planet, and essentially draining it of its resources, you can probably see that this is like a parallel, essentially, to the oil industry. And you've been hired as Cloud Strife. You're a former, uh, you're a former member of Shinra. You're a member of their super secret special forces, uh, which are called Soldier, uh, which was the top. You know, they're they're like the muscle men of Shinra, essentially. Um, but you're you're an ex-member, you're working as a mercenary, and they've hired you to essentially be the man on the inside and the muscle to help them blow up the, the Mako reactor. 
Nerd. Yes. I totally <laughs> so did not have one page summary written up about this. <laughs> so, so that's Jordan's button just in just in the future. <laughs> no, okay. So I think but see, okay, so that's exactly what I was thinking. But now I'm not going to say cuz I don't know know nothing about the game, but I think based on the genre. I think he, he's working for this organization. He's been hired as a mercenary. Let me see if I got this right. He used to belong to another group and he doesn't anymore. So he worked for Shinra. Oh, he worked and for Shinra. Inside of inside of Shinra, there's a super secret, kind of like Freddy's saying, like a kind of like a a task force of like really super special, uh, kind of like warriors, essentially. Okay. Yes, um, yes. That Shinra's out on its its missions called the Soldiers. Um, but Cloud's an ex soldier. He since left Shinra at this point, so and he's, he's been hired by Avalanche. Okay, so now he's a mercenary hired by Avalanche. Yeah. Yep. He'll blow this up. I think ultimately it's going to come around that he's going to the the people he thought were the bad guys aren't actually the bad guys, and the people he's been a part of have been the bad guys all along. So then he has to switch, but then he finds out that there's yet again been some you know double crossing triple agent type nonsense, and he has to go off on his own, and he goes into exile, and that's the end of the game. That's mm, my that's my thirty thirty second take of Final Fantasy VII that everybody is out to get him. Okay. So, not interesting, not useful, just based on what I've seen before. <laughs> so, take it away. My uh, prediction, based on the very little I know about, um, like the Final Fantasy um, aesthetic, we would say, I'm going to say that near the end or the second half of the game, uh, the Mako itself is going to manifest into some kind of god or like just monster like thing kind of like Tim Curry from Ferngully but um okay. more weird <laughs> more, <laughs> more weird more weird than Tim Curry that's more a tall weird. order well like the uh, I don't remember what he's called just like the pollution cloud and Ferngully but he like, he's weird, because he's Tim Curry, but he looks basically just a dude. Like, a smoke cloud formed into a dude. So I'm thinking this Mako is going to be more like... It's going to have, like, multiple faces, and just, like... Like, just... From what I've seen of, like, the Final fa- Fantasy aesthetic, just, like, multiple, like, things hanging off of it. Just really, just, like, what am I looking at? Kind of thing. And that you will fight at the end with, um, you know, a blitz ball or something that will do like a billion damage and and kill it. <laughs> just <laughs> silence. Just walk oh, Freddy. comes in. Come out on, Freddy. Come on, Freddy. Man, I'm, I know I'm you really not something. sure. I'm really not sure because at the end of at the end of the demo, the weirdest part of the demo for me is that. They set off their bomb because they're going to blow up this, what Jordan referred to as basically an oil rig that says yeah. pulling Mako. Is that what you said? Mako energy. Is Mako energy out of the ground. It, yeah. And he, uh, they set their bomb and, and it blows up like the eco terrorist was cloaked with cloud. And the bomb basically goes like, and it just sucks. It's a terrible bomb. It doesn't do anything. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and then about that. And then the CEO of Shinra, like big bad evil businessman, I guess, he's just like, whatever, I'll blow my own stuff up. <laughs> and then like starts blowing his own stuff up. <laughs> just like he said he would. <laughs> and I don't really know like Well, he doesn't even say it. He just does it. And it's just like, wait, why is he? Why is he blowing up his own stuff? So I really don't know where this could be going unless I want you to like, blow it up. It's, it's like it's well, you guys insurance don't fraud. <laughs> you can it appreciate insurance fraud. That's all it is. You get nothing. <laughs> this game is about insurance fraud. It is. That's that whole game. And then Barrett's actually an ex-insurance collector. What's going to happen then is that his super squad of super soldiers that Klaus was a part of, they're so strong and fast that they're going to power everything on these giant Shinra hamster wheels they're going to be running around on, like treadmills <laughs> that produce energy. And then he's, and then the CEO is going to be like, well, Cloud, now you have a moral choice now that you've done this. 
Like, you have a moral choice. Do the people go without energy? Or do you come run on the hamster wheel for me? <laughs> and Cloud's going to have to make that choice. And he's going to, I guess he's going to run on the hamster wheel for a while. <laughs> for eight years. Because eight years to run on the hamster wheel before something good happens. I guess eight I will years stop. I guess I will confess <laughs> that, like, the description of Final Fantasy VII on something I read, like, I think we on the PlayStation Store or something, refers to, like, Sephiroth, the bad guy, as a super soldier. Yes. So that's kind of what inspired me to, to think that Cloud is, too. So maybe they both are. So I'm going to say Sephiroth is there. He's running on the hamster wheel, and he's powering some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I... So I have a question about that as well, because I, I, I know you probably know who Sephiroth is, Ashley, because I think we talked about this before, and Freddie does. Do you know who Sephiroth is, Matt, or do you know what he looks like? I have no idea. Okay, I, I don't know if you've seen him before. He's a dude in, like, a long coat, and he's got, like, long silver hair. He's got, like, the eight-feet-long katana. You did not narrow down that at all. I <laughs> <laughs> didn't cut out anybody. He okay, is... base. Go, go for it, Freddie. He is the number one pro generator of the one winged angel that every middle schooler draws. Yeah, like every was, angsty middle schooler. Where go like that's oh, where that I comes from. I, yep. Okay. Now I know what you're talking about. Yes. Continue. So my question is, I'm curious. Like, by the way, I should mention you don't you don't even learn what Sephiroth looks like until like 30 hours, I think, into the original game. Maybe a little bit <laughs> earlier than that. But, like, the first part of the game is essentially you, like, you get to a point to where you're looking for Sephiroth. So, like, that, like, the fact that they're kind of, like, advertising Sephiroth in this game so heavily from the beginning, especially to folks like you, which would be newcomers to the series, is weird. Um, Because, again, it would be, like, 20 hours into the main storyline before you even know who Sephiroth really is and why you're looking for him. So I'm curious, like, where does Sephiroth fit into this for you all? Like, you, you've seen what he looks like. You see him talking to some of the characters in the trailers. What do you all think he's going to end up doing for the plot? Well, see, that's that's another thing I do know just from, like, memes and things. I know he kills somebody important. He kills Aerith. Yeah. Is that right? I think so. Because I'm just going off of, like, AMVs I saw when I was, like... Fourteen. <laughs> yeah, She's speaking the language of the gods. He kills the brunette. <laughs> and the only reason I know that is because I saw like a, I only know her name from Kingdom Hearts. I saw a long time ago this long post where somebody had he he had modded the game to reskin somebody else as Aerith even after her death because he couldn't handle her loss like losing her. <laughs> Oh but he said that it was like an exercise in futility because he knew it wasn't really Aerith underneath. Like it was, it was just a yeah. It's, a just, it's just it's just numbers. It's, it's just, just code. Yeah, it was just Barrett like wearing a Aerith costume. <laughs> oh my god, or something. But why Barrett out of everyone he could have modded Aerith into? Well, because I don't remember who he modded as. Oh, Aerith. okay. Barrett's the only other character I know. <laughs> okay. I know Cloud Aerith. Cloud, Aerith, Barrett, and Sephiroth. And I, I swear to God, the only reason I know who Sephiroth is is from his theme music. I don't think I would know who he was without like his music, because I, I was I was in marching band. This that's I swear to you, this is how I know who Sephiroth is. <laughs> I was in marching band, and there was another show. There was another marching band at a band competition because we have those. And he uh, or the other band was doing the sounds of video games as a show. And I was so jealous because our instructor had said that video game music was, like, not art. And uh, well, He can catch these hands. Let me yeah, what. yeah. Well, he's... <laughs> you know, I could go into that, but I'm not, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Not in a public forum. But... Uh, <laughs> uh, no, let it out. I think we need to stay here for just no, a second. No, I'm not sure I legally can. But... <laughs> Um, I have questions now. Is there a, a oh, restraining man. order or something? Like? No, no, it's nothing to do with me. It's just, it's just something I should not go into in a podcast, so we won't talk about it. But uh, <laughs> Sephiroth. Um, yeah, the other show was doing a thing that was like, 
And they did Sephiroth's theme, theme song. And so whenever it got to that like famous part, they would stop and they would put down their instruments and they would sing Sephiroth like <laughs> on the field. And I was like, what is that? And like people around me were like, oh, Sephiroth, that's so cool. And I was like, oh, yeah, 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 man. <laughs> sure. So I had to like look up who Sephiroth was like when I got home because the smartphones weren't a thing back then. And I, so I had to know like, so I could, you know, fit in with the nerdy crowd. I could be cool like they were. People who would play Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> like the cool kids. Be, be cool. <laughs> so that's that's how I know who Sephiroth is. And then the others, it's just like, it's just like, like AMVs and memes. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> AMVs and Kingdom Hearts. Posts on Game Pass. When he like, he kills like a whole field of Heartless with his eight foot long sword. Like one swipe. But yeah, so I think that I think that Cloud and him are probably like some kind of like they're both some kind of experiment. Like maybe one of them is maybe it's kind of a Captain America Red Skull situation where like like Sephiroth is the uh, is the bad prototype. So that's why he's only got one wing. And with Cloud, they were like, you know what? Maybe just no wings. Like maybe that's the problem. <laughs> I mean, yeah, or, or what if it's what if it's more like a Blackbriar situation from like the Bourne movies, where Bourne is the first, and now they're all chasing him. So they've continued the program, but they're all tra- chasing the original, and so Sephiroth is the original, and so Cloud's sent after him, and then he comes to find out about this deep, you know, super soldier making program, and they bond over that, and they try to find who started it all to begin with. It's yeah, bigger well, than both of them. Real talk. I watched every Bourne movie in a weekend. One time, mm-hmm. yes, like back to back, and that's not the way to do it because when you do that, you kind of realize you start to see through the matrix. You start to realize that every Bourne movie is just two hours of people yeah. like slowly walking towards Matt Damon in a crowd and yelling <laughs> "Bourne," <laughs> <laughs> and somehow they never catch him because he can push through a crowd a little bit quicker than they can. So, my theory, so now my new prediction, based on yours, um, for Final Fantasy VII, is that it's going to be just, like, like 126 hours of of Sephiroth pushing through a crowd and going, Cloud! Cloud strife! But Cloud walks. I have no idea how close you are, Freddy. Oh, my God. Cloud strife just, but he he, he can walk a little bit faster than they can. A little bit faster. He can shoot just a little bit better, swing his sword just a little bit faster, just so, enough to stay one step ahead. Is Sephiroth the boss in a video game that keeps showing up, and you keep kicking his butt, and he's just like, ha, puny mortals, and he leaves? Like, dude, I just embarrassed you in front of everyone. Why are you acting like this is nothing? <laughs> How many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? Exactly. Is he like your rival from Forza Horizon? <laughs> or any of Cut your that rivals from the podcast? It has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Or any of your rivals in Pokemon, I guess. Yeah. Smell you later, nerd. <laughs> Limps away with his six dead Pokemon. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, like your Pikachu's like, and you're just Pikachu's like, oh, I got some schmutz on my shoulder. <laughs> oh, it's his blood. <laughs> Just so roid it up, like you know, you're well, only supposed to knock him out, right? <laughs> in in Pokemon Sword and Shield, I have a perfect EV, perfect IV, level 100 Pikachu. It's the genetically perfect Pikachu, and it still sucks, by the way. <laughs> well, that's definitely both <laughs> impressive and bad. <laughs> All right, I want to get to well, the also- end, and I'm gonna. I'm going to do a supercut of everything Freddie's told me to cut from the podcast. I'm going to supercut. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> don't cut context. that from the pod. Don't cut that because that is relevant to Final Fantasy VII. Oh, dear God, hell. <laughs> I, you got to play the game to find uh, out. Based on my theory, it's making me think that like either Cloud or Sephiroth has been genetically... The perfect human. Yeah, been gen- the perfect specimen or perfect uh I mean, well, next, next prediction... Actually, I think... It's it's not the perfect human. It's the next evolution. That's that's the true. Oh no! It's gonna be one of those stories. It is. Yeah. The yeah. next evolution is one wing. Yeah. yeah it's one it's, wing. It's, it's one <laughs> of those we'll stories. There. Where, it's like energy was never their thing. They just wanted to create the next evolution in human, human in human evolution. development. 
So how new, who could really fault him for that? The new perfect specimen, which yeah. in a lot of stories winds up being some kind of weird, horrible monstrosity. <laughs> so that's Final Fantasy to a T. Because that's what they're trying to do, and because that's flipping Dead Space to a T, where it's like these like these creatures are the next evolution. It's like, have you seen it? Have <laughs> like, you watched that thing? <laughs> it, it's it, it can barely walk. You cut off its big toe and it dies. <laughs> <laughs> if this is where we're headed, I want off now. It can't use a smartphone. <laughs> Wait, are, are we suggesting that use of a smartphone is peak level, like, intelligence for a human? Well, I, I feel like for not now, really, yeah. it's going to be a step back, at least. <laughs> it wouldn't be a step forward. Maybe these creatures can invent a um, piece of technology that they can use. They, they stagger down the hallway like drunken children. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how they don't have opposable thumbs. Yeah, the they giant stabbing bone spikes. So, like, it always seems that, like, in these uh, kind of stories, the next um, step in human evolution is, like, going back to a more primal, like, we don't need technology kind of state. I guess like, that we're would... just kind of strong now. I guess that would fit with them blowing up their own energy source. Yeah. The like, next step is, well, we screwed this up. Let's go back. Yeah, Zephyroth go doesn't need that. He has one wing. What's he, he going to do with it? He has he need, one he wing. He, he is the fell experiment. No, so Cloud doesn't need it. He has his bioluminescent hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's his only so, genetic modification. Sephiroth is, is jealous. That's why he's a bad, bad guy. That's that's yeah that that's my prediction. That 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 does kind of fit into like an anime story where like you know I always seen Sephiroth as like oh this guy you don't mess with this guy he um you know he's like so far above everyone else and it turns out he is like the failed version of the protagonist. Yeah, so he's really just putting up a front. Yeah, he's like I'm so perfect you don't mess with me I'm cool that's why I have an eight foot long katana. <laughs> I bought it the way. Have you seen it? There's <laughs> <laughs> a guy named Gary with a fedora sold to me. He told me it was 100% authentic. <laughs> it has runes carved into it. <laughs> you wouldn't understand, but you can't even read it. I'm going to give it a name. What do you think I should name it? <laughs> Shirley. No, not Shirley. Definitely not Shirley. Jordan, how close are we? Yeah, Jordan's uh, awfully quiet. I think he's just like. Hey guys, is this? Have we secretly duped ourselves? Is this actually a spoilers almanac episode? <laughs> I was here wondering. It's a uh, it it's actually kind of scary. Like some of the things you guys are proposing are like way way off base, and then some of them are like, oh, yeah. how no, the... <laughs> no. <laughs> say well, what? What? I'm sorry, what? I cut you off. What did you say? Like some of them are like off, like way off base, but some of them are like. How did they? How how would they have guessed that and gotten so close and yet well, so far at the same time? One. Tell us which one. I don't want to know. You actually want me to tell you? I want to know. You don't tell him for because Freddie's sake though. Yeah, yeah. PM Matt with with your, if he wants to know. You just okay. know. Okay. I want to I want to know because I want credit if it was one of mine. Are you not wanting actual spoilers? I, 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 I don't game? want actual spoilers. God, I want to know why he kills Aerith. Yeah, <laughs> Never yeah know. exactly. Well, I, here, here's the thing. I played Bioshock years after it came out, and I managed to play it with the spoiler unspoiled. I don't know the spoiler. I played Bioshock not, not even that long ago, and I, I managed to play without the spoilers being spoiled. So, and it was and it was very satisfying. So it's almost like an achievement. Like the older the game you play it, the when you play it, when you get to, it's almost like some kind of like mile. Like, well, this one would have to win. This one would have to win. What is this, Jordan? Ninety-eight? Because I 97. think I read ninety-seven. Okay, I read somewhere that this uh, development. I did. I did read just this part of it beforehand. The development originally started for this for the Super Nintendo in like nineteen ninety-four, yeah. and then due to one reason or another, it ended up switching hands to PlayStation, who made it for PlayStation, the original. And so yeah, ninety-seven. So I mean, this is a approximately a really old game oh, i bet <laughs> it was probably okay. originally it's probably originally a nintendo playstation game oh can you imagine what a bit I, I, yeah that's that the would be amazing the extremely disappointing nintendo playstation that sold for three hundred thirty thousand. now if you can find less. a copy 
some bootleg production copy of Final Fantasy VII for Nintendo PlayStation, you could rule the world. Oh, some obscure information you were just throwing out there. Well, it's it's current events. Like it it uh, they discovered a prototype of the of the Nintendo PlayStation back when they were still like. Like it's it the sounds only like one that exists, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, and it sounds like something that your your friend on the the playground elementary school would tell you, their uncle and Nintendo told you about, but it's really true. <laughs> and it and the guy that I guess the guy who legally owned it was offered one point two million dollars, and he turned it down so he could send it to auction. And then oh, it, no. and it it sold at auction for three hundred thirty thousand. So to he, a person who's going to turn around and sell it for one point two million dollars. <laughs> to the to the person who bought it, to his credit, he said it's going into like a museum or something. He said it was like he said this is something for everyone to enjoy, like and learn nice. about. It's not just for my collection. That's awesome. But yeah, sorry for that aside. I was just interesting current events. So what comes next? What else is there to predict? We predicted the hair, the sword, the plot. So we add... predicted those things. We predicted those <laughs> things. <laughs> yeah, we. That, I didn't we know they existed. That was gonna happen. <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't know those existed. Yeah, I want to add on to my prediction from earlier um, about the the villain made out of uh, Mako or whatever. So Mako is like the lifeblood of the planet, right? Yeah. So like this this uh, villain um, male Mako is gonna be like. Like the Earth God or whatever the planet's called, it's gonna be like the God of the planet, and then Cloud's gonna kill it, and like somehow like jumpstart the apocalypse because the God of the planet is is dead. So the planet is dead basically. And he'll have to run on a hamster wheel for all eternity <laughs> to power the planet. To keep the planet going. It, it's like Atlas. It it just starts falling out of out of space. Yeah. And, he, and it's like, Cloud, now you have to get on the hamster wheel for all of us. <laughs> Run, Cloud. <laughs> we told you not to kill the Earth God. He it's wasn't like, doing nothing to nobody. <laughs> Except, like, he didn't know it was the Earth God. Like, he thought it was just, like, a monster or something. that, And it was just, like, angry because people are harvesting it and, like, destroying the planet. Huh? I, said, I guess I would make me angry, too, if people were just, like, sucking me up for a straw. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sentence. <laughs> Gotta come to me in my dreams tonight. So well, I don't know. This, is, this is it. <laughs> I don't know if the silence means like we're way off base or we're really close. And no, I want to go into a two-week it. silent meditation of what you were, what Freddie just said. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, basically, it's the like anime version of the happening. That actually sounds kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the only way that movie will be good if it's turned into anime. To be fair, I think we could conduct a test here, and if we said the anime version of literally anything, Jordan would go, that's cool. <laughs> anime version of The Room. That, that sounds no, cool. No, I'm sorry. That would be a freaking amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now who's I'm, we at? Oh, anime version of Birdemic would be amazing because of oh the exploding birds. Only if they left you in the song. <laughs> Which song? Hanging out with the family. Oh yeah. <laughs> Having ourselves a party. Oh yeah. They have to. They have to leave that in. Is that where that's from? You do that all the time. <laughs> I didn't know where that was from. <laughs> Every time somebody says somebody's hanging out, she bursts into that song. Hanging out with the family. And I didn't know where it was from. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> The more you know. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> oh, oh, hi, Markson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh. So he says, I did not hit her, and it just turns into the scream that cuts camera angles like four times. I did not hit her, and it just cuts and cuts and cuts and cuts and cuts. And cuts. <laughs> The ground starts shaking the, yes. the clouds part. <laughs> well, now I want that to happen. <laughs> Somebody please make that happen. Please make 
animate if the room. If you're listening and you have animated skills, we'll pay you with so that part every right there. with every penny that comes into this podcast. That that so that part where where Tommy and and or uh, Johnny and Greg come and beat up Chris R. That's that's like an anime battle, right? Like oh, absolutely would sure. be. They just turn into like different colored balls of light or bouncing against each other in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> They're moving so fast, I can't even see them. <laughs> yeah, it's like being narrated by the other characters. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, Danny does kind of look like the kid that hung out in Speed Racer's trunk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, somehow, uh, like, the um, them wearing tuxedos and playing football makes more sense in anime. Like, I can just see that happening. See, that's exactly what I'm sitting here maybe, thinking. Maybe you it's put it in words. Yeah, maybe it's the school uniforms. Like, oh. they kind of have a, you know, more formal look. But Actually, you put it into words. That's it. <laughs> it makes so much more sense. Yeah. Like, I don't think I would think twice if I saw that scene in an anime. Like, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. I love it. Well, guys, I don't know if you believe it or not, but we actually hit time. This is it. We made it. Believe it or not, for everybody listening, this was an episode about Final Fantasy VII. Thank you for tuning in. Final Fantasy VII. One more time. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Which is the most creative name for a remake ever. Yeah, truly. By the way, like Resident Evil 3 is also called Resident Evil 3 Remake. Remake. Is is this a thing now? Man, when I go into like a major self-improvement thing, I'm just going to do Matthew Arnold Remake. I'm going to go to the... like. Social Security office, change my name and everything. What's Matthew you, Arnold. Your name, if you legally change your name to like remake, remake. <laughs> that'd be the remake. That'd be the chillest rap name ever. <laughs> hey, copyright, you know, twenty twenty. This is mine. I'm claiming it. Just in case Matt makes a hard right mm-hmm. turn into the rap scene. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, gotta keep my options open, man. In this economy, what's <laughs> well, gonna man, happen? And then I'll change my name to Remaster, and you'll get jealous, and you'll kill Eris. <laughs> no, I'll just have you featured on my album, on my SoundCloud mixtape. Remake and Remaster. <laughs> featuring Reboot. Featuring <laughs> Reboot. We'd sell a million albums. Okay, before we go, because we are just about out of time, Jordan, I want to know, just you know, just a couple words, how much they changed the plot. From the original to the remake. Since we're sitting here talking about the remake, I will, I'm more curious than anything. What are the big changes? Like, when you say changes, is it like they majorly change the story or just a couple plot points here and there to better fit with this day and age? Well, I don't know because mm. uh, it's, it's not entirely clear. They are adding new characters in. They are okay. adding new scenes in. And it's been rumored that they're also restructuring a lot of the story. So, wow. like, Sephiroth is is going to appear earlier in the story than he did in the original. So, it seems like they're 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 rethinking the story. I don't know how much of a like complete rewrite of it it's going to be, but it's definitely going to be like rearranged in some way. And I should mention there are early drafts of this story that are like super weird. I don't know if they're planning on pulling any of that in there or not. Like Sephiroth and Ares uh, or Aerith were um, uh, brother and sister in like the very, very early drafts of the story. They're not in the old version. Maybe they're pulling some of that stuff out. I don't know. But mm-hmm. yeah, so some things are different. Some things aren't. I don't know. Only Tetsuya Nomura knows. And what happens in Tetsuya Nomura's brain is, yeah. I will be revealed on April 10th. <laughs> will be revealed on April 10th. Yeah, that's pretty much the only thing I'm confident in. Okay. Are you are you actually confident in that date? No. no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. As of 3-18-2020, I am, but who knows? Could change tomorrow. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Guys, it's been fun. Thanks for listening, as we may or may not have spoiled the Final Fantasy VII remake, the... Uh, remake, remaster, re-release, reboot of the classic game Final Fantasy VII, which I'm with Freddy. I feel like I've lost out on a lot of my street nerd cred by not playing that game, but this is as good a time as any to dive in, so I will be diving in. I'll be swapping notes with Jordan to see whether or not they ruined it. Hoping they didn't. 
Hopefully they didn't ruin this nostalgic game from your childhood. I just I'm 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 okay with it because the original still exists. Like I, there you go. I've that's got, true. Yeah, I've got a I've got a save file. Like I'm working my way through the original again. So I'm oh, I'm yeah. excited to see what changed. Listen, that's way too moderate of a stance to take on the internet. I need you to get mad about something for our listeners. How dare they? There we go. Okay. <laughs> that's this is the internet, man. You gotta get angry. But thanks for listening. Wherever you listen to us, cloud spikes is at a different angle. It is, <laughs> and and that's actually the only thing that I am mad about because in the original, <laughs> he has one gigantic hair spike that's just like actually, seven you feet found tall, it. and he doesn't like have I, it in this. I just heard like an achievement unlock thing from Ashley's side <laughs> of the of the podcast. She found it. <laughs> I was very impressed. Because they were, they 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 decided like let's make his hairstyle more realistic, and it's like no, it's completely unrealistic to start with. Oh my god! I am so happy. It's the source of his power. (laughs) Here we go. All from that one spike. Oh, thanks for listening. Wherever you listen to us, whether it's Anchor or Spotify, I'm shutting this down. I'm just gonna. (laughs) We're done. This is too good. I want to end on this note. Don't, Anchor, don't Spotify, Google Podcasts, YouTube. You're not listening to this on YouTube, but um, if you are, that's really impressive. Go follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We post funny stuff. Jordan has taken it upon himself to be a pretty steady, very reliable source of news for all things games and movies and that kind of stuff. He, he posts a lot of updates on there, so if you want the latest and greatest... Go check it out. That's where you yeah, can find it. If you want the latest and greatest news about what Jordan's interested in, you just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking for a tweet about hair spikes. If he, you know, just if he an all caps tweet about hair spikes, just know you'll you'll come back and listen to this episode and you'll get it. There will be a side by side comparison of Cloud's hair <laughs> from from the original to the remake. Oh, oh, I think that's it. Freddie, can you take us home? Congratulations on achieving the best possible ending. Came straight from our fanny packs and into your ears. Thanks for listening. Final Fantasy 7. <laughs>